All right, everybody, and welcome back to the talk off. I'm here, Zach. It's me. It is. We got, we got Daz here, it producer is. Jake. It is Friday, December 16th. Yes, it is Friday, December 16th. And we are officially back. If you didn't catch our first episode, our more of a sneak preview into what our podcast is really going to be about. If you didn't catch that, then you are here for the first time and you don't know any of us. So again, I'll say it again. I'm Zach. We got Daz here. We got Jake. We're going to talk some sports. We're going to talk a little bit of everything, what everybody wants to talk about on their own podcasts, right? Absolutely. Welcome into the pod. We're happy to have everyone here. And it's a good, uh, it's a good Thursday night, Friday morning. The 49ers are off to a hot start. Oh, pick six. Pick six. Pick six. Pick six. Hey, it's coming back. Why? It's coming Come back. on. You're, I hate to and I have, I hate and to I tell have, you. And you I have are... Niners minus three. I have Niners yeah. minus three and a half tonight. I grabbed that line at plus 105. Well, I mean, that's um, a – that is just a – Roughing the passer. That's Sorry, true. roughing the passer. Yeah, you are behind, so maybe you just keep it shut. All right. All right, so don't spoil anything for me. Don't All spoil right, anything for me. All right. Well, but Jake it's been a busy hit, day. It's been, Jake uh, did hit – I mean, it has been a busy day for the busy boys. Busy day, slow day. It has, I mean, Jake hit George Kittle first touchdown, so – Plus 1,200. Plus 1,200. And that's a couple hundred beans in the pocket. Got to love it. But, I mean, we had – Jake also had locked some, up uh, uh, Carlos Rondon today. That's yeah. right. I mean, we've, yeah. we've had – We've had some movement in the MLB since we last met. Carlos Rodon today to the Yankees, six years, $162 million. Does let me hear your thoughts. You know I've always been high on Rondon. Um, I think he's, honestly, last year you could make an argument that he was the best pitcher in baseball. Uh this is a great signing for the Yankees. I think it was something that they should have made earlier in the season, but obviously judge was the top priority last year. All-star with the giants two eight ERA. I mean, this guy was an absolute workhorse for that rotation last year in San Francisco. And he's going to, he's going to continue to put out for the, for the Yankees this year. I think the Yankees got a good guy. I mean, he's young. He's going to be 30 going into his year, 30 year, um, the Yankees absolutely got their guy behind Cole. They have a great one-two punch now. And I think, you know, the Yankees are probably going to be up there now in the conversation with one of the top rotations in baseball with Cortez, Cole, and now Rondon. You add that into this conversation. Um, they have some dogs at the top of the rotation, and they're definitely going to be looking to make a playoff push that's past the Astros now. I think you can make an argument with the Astros losing Verlander. Um, that the Yankees probably have a deeper rotation now, but obviously with the offense, we'll see what happens. Um, but Zach, I'd love to hear your thoughts about. Yeah, forward. I mean, what do you think about the Yankees? I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. I mean, since the offseason started, we've been a lot of what we've been hearing when we've been hearing Carlos Rodon is the Yankees is is that. Yeah, he's probably going to flirt around with free agency, but there's no way the Yankees aren't going to go out and give this guy the 100. I mean, he was looking for 200. I mean, I don't know about you, but I got a notification yesterday, a tweet from John Heyman saying that the Yankees and Rodon were nowhere near a contract, that they were way off. Rodon was still looking for more years and more money, and the Yankees were not willing to give it to him. He ends up settling for 6 162 I think it's a steal for the Yankees. They got their great number two guy behind Cole. And now, Nestor and Seve, two guys that aren't proven to be very consistent, can take that step down to a third and a fourth pitcher in the rotation and have a lot less pressure. I mean, last year, Cortez, don't get me wrong, he had the, he had the season of his life. But I don't think anybody is fooling right. themselves. No, like, nobody totally thinks agree. he's going to go out there and do that again. He's not going to go out there and do that again. I'm sure he even knows that. So, I mean, it's a great I, I don't think he's going to be that guy for them next year. But I think Cortez, you know, like you said, this is going to take a lot of pressure off of him. Uh, Cortez is probably going to be really good in a three-hole for the Yankees yeah. uh, in the rotation. And, um, I mean, this is – and it's crazy to say that, you know, a guy that was – 
arguably leading the Cy Young chase for the first half of the season in the AL is going to be a third starter in the Yankee rotation, but it's it's true. I mean, Cortez is, kind yeah. of came out of nowhere last year after very average seasons coming in in you know, 2018, 2019, 2020. Um, and then obviously in 2021, kind of, you know, we saw flashes of him being somewhat decent. Um, and then last year was phenomenal for the Yankees. Um, and he'll slot in nicely in that three-hole now. Um, the Yankees obviously, you know... It's it, it's always the, the the NL sorry excuse me the AL East is always going to be a tough battle, um, no matter the year, depending on whether the Red Sox are are you know being competitive or not. Obviously, it doesn't appear that they're going to be competitive in this upcoming season. The Blue Jays, obviously, with the moves they've made last year with Gosman and um, God damn, Barrios. who the fuck did they sign last year? Uh, Gosman, Barrios, Barrios, and uh, Chapman. In Chapman, yeah. So you know they're going to be competitive again uh, this upcoming season. But you know, if you're a Yankee fan right now, you have to like the uh, your odds for moving forward in the division next year. Um, yeah, I mean, the Astros obviously probably scared the living shit out of you. But um, as you know, you know, and you know, Yankee fans will be the first one to say, you know, oh, you're a Met fan saying that the Astros are going to scare the shit out of you. But hey, I mean, the Dodgers scare the shit out of me as a Met fan. The Braves scare the shit out of me. So uh, I'm not one to talk about this. So yeah, I mean. I, I do want to hear just for a second, producer Jake, if he has anything to say about his Yankees signing Rodon. Well, I mean, it's a great signing. I think six over, what was it like six one sixty or something? Yeah, six one sixty two. It's six over one sixty two. That's twenty seven. Yeah, that's twenty seven AAV, which I, is. I feel like that's a cheap, cheap signing for a guy that good with that much talent, that much potential. Yeah, I mean, you can argue this is a bargain for a guy like this. I would absolutely argue it's a bargain. I can't deny that this was a great deal for the Yankees. They, I thought for sure when I saw that they were definitely going to get Rodon, really, that it was going to be almost 200, if not 200 million, almost 200 million, and at least seven years. They talk, they clearly talked him down. Is Rodon a Boris guy? Isn't he a Boris guy? He is a Boris guy, yeah. He is I a believe Boris he's guy. a Boris guy. So, uh, the, I mean, Scott Boris has been slam dunking this offseason, so... Uh, that's surprising, honestly. A lot of his guys are getting crazy deals for a lot of years. We saw Xander Bogarts get 11 years. Nobody thought he was going to come close to, like, eight. And Scott Boris got that one done. But I think Rodon settled for the Yankees, honestly. But he's going to slide into a team that's obviously in playoff contention. They're probably the favorite to win the AL East right now. With the Blue Jays probably the as a, at a close second. 100%. The Blue Jays are a close second, and they're a know, close I, second. But I, I don't think they. I, I don't think, think they have for, damn think, near the pitching that think, the Yankees do right now. I think a lot of people forgot about the Tampa Bay Rays last year and what they did without the pieces that the they Tampa had. Bay no Rays shame. are so scrappy with the way they they had they, they had together these little wins, dude. They made the wild card last year with no Shane Boz and no Tyler Glass. Now they're going to have both of them back. And one other that I'm forgetting. They're going to have all of them back. The rotation is going to be filthy. And it's all young guys. It's all young guys. 27, 28, and under. No, I completely agree with you. And I I mean, we can't deny what the Orioles are doing with their young squad who they got out there. They got great pitching. They got a great bullpen. They're a scrappy team. Right. That's a team, I mean... They went way over there. Are you taking the over on the uh, Orioles wins this year? You taking have to see what it is. Orioles wins this year. I think it's going to be Jake is. I I I think it's going to be it's it's going to be close. The only problem is they play in the AL East now. Twenty twenty three. The schedule is expanding, so you'll play your in division less, but it's not that much less. It still matters, right? So yeah, you know, with the so expanded Redone, schedule for the next year, it's it's going to be interesting for sure. It, I think it's going to be interesting. I really, I I really like it because you're going to see some weird matchups that you've never seen. Like you're going to go see, you're going to see the, like right. I don't know, like the Red Sox and the Blue Jays go travel to like Miami and go play the Marlins. Like it's it's going to be okay. I'm, I'm really I'm scoping go- lines. I'm, I'm going to like it a lot. I think I think everybody's going to like it a lot. 
it's I, I feel like it should have been this mm. way pretty much the whole time, but anyway, so Radon uh, goes to the Yankees. AL East. I have a twenty twenty three AL East winner odds lined right now. Uh, uh, so Yankees lead the pack at one seventy five. Plus one seventy five with they're the plus, Toronto they're still Blue plus Jays. Yeah, sorry. Plus 175 with the Yankees and Blue Jays both um, locked up at plus 175. Tampa Bay is right behind them at plus 250. Boston at plus 900 and Baltimore at plus 2800. I'm honestly surprised Boston's at plus 900 considering I'm the surprised. fact that, that roster su- is depleted now. With they're, they're, I mean, you guys lost Xander in the coming days. It's, you, I mean, you have to be counting down the days till you lose JD at this rate. Yeah, I mean... We're going to let J.D. go. There's no question about it. I mean, he's been talked to be in contact with Steve Cohen and the Mets, but there was talk about that at the trade deadline, too, and there was just something about J.D. that the Mets just weren't about. I think it's the power drop-off that we saw last year. I mean, I mean, under 20 home runs, I think, last year for J.D., that's, that's just not going to cut it as a D.H. It's just not going to do it. He's also not 35 gonna get... years old. Yeah, he. I mean, he's a, he's definitely older. Everybody knows that the power's dropped off, but the bat is still there. I mean, he's still going to hit above 280. Like, the bat is still there. He's still going to mash. He's still going to hit doubles, but, I mean, it, it's just without that home run power at the D.H. spot, he's almost kind of useless. I don't think I'd really feel comfortable putting him in the everyday lineup right now. Exactly. And then Over who? and it, it, that's that's the struggle that I think a lot of teams are going to come with is he's proven, he's a proven vet. He's obviously going to get the contract for more of what he's done than what he's going to do for another team. So I mean, is it really worth paying a guy like that? veteran money when you're getting maybe not the best uh play i mean i don't i don't really see that it's worth it it's definitely not worth it for the red sox to keep him around and you know that's why we're gonna let him walk because he's gonna cost probably he's probably gonna cost about 20 mil a year exactly and as a met as a as a met fan you know you look at our outfield for next year and i don't really see a spot for him at the current moment no, and I mean, and I think he's. You, I think you he's played. His, maybe, maybe DH. Yeah, I think he's played his last. I don't even see a his last games of outfield. I don't think I even would want to slot him in at a DH spot in our lineup right now. No, so I mean, he's gone, and you know, the AL East is tough. The Red Sox are gonna. We're gonna struggle this year. There's no question about it. We're going to struggle, and that's why it's so frustrating that ownership and the general manager clearly do not have any sort of idea where they're going with the team. But I could talk about the Boston Red Sox for hours, and nobody wants to hear about that. So let's go back to what let's about go Jeter back. Downs today? Come on, you're gonna Jeter make me Downs. talk about the Red there? Sox more, man. Come on. What 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 happened with These Jeter Downs today? Make... I thought this guy was this guy. Okay, Jeter Downs came I... over. In the Mookie Betts trade, everybody knows the Mookie Betts trade, all right? Everybody knows the details. We sent the Mookie Betts and the David Price contract for Verdugo, Connor Wong, and Jeter Downs. And Jeter Downs was a top-five prospect in the Dodgers system. He was a very good prospect for the Dodgers. He came to Boston. He forgot how to hit. He came to Boston. He forgot how to field. He's no good. He, He came up last year. They gave him the opportunity. And last year was his opportunity. That was it. The team was depleted, and we so needed this, guys so, to slot in, and he couldn't do it. So he got DFA today. I, I'd have to imagine this is, and this is just off the top. Is this is this a, a move to make room for Yoshida? This was a yes. We needed a roster spot for Yoshida because yeah, he officially be. contracted. It, it he be. signed officially today. Which is legitimately we had to move a someone. Red and... Sox fans should be very excited about that guy. I am very excited about Yoshida. I'm very excited, and I'm happy that Jeter Downs got DFA'd. There's nothing. My day was phenomenal. I mean, you're talking about a guy who absolutely hits the shit out of the baseball. He just hits the ball. The time he just hits Yoshida. the ball. There's no, there's no other way to say it. He just hits the ball. He's 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 going to be an career, average guy next year. I he's guarantee a career you. Three twenty-seven. I'll say I'll, in Japan. 
I was gonna say I'll I'll say this now. Yoshida and let him adjust to baseball for three years. He'll probably be in a batting title race within the next. He'll five years. definitely be in a batting title race. I think he'll be in rookie of the year race this year. Absolutely. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. All right. So I mean, let, let's move on to uh, the Correa. Correa to the Giants. Yeah. Oh, let's I was, move on okay, to yeah, the yeah, Correa to the Giants. Rod- uh, Rod- so Rodon can, goes can, to the. Can Yankees I just? Oh, and... oh, 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 quick, quick, quick! Sorry, sorry. Uh, is, this, is this another? Hold on. I might have just called another 49ers pick that was flagged. Hold on. I'm waiting on the call. Dude, you are so far behind. So while Chris watches Can you just football, tell me what the fuck happened? Oh, okay. So Rodon goes to the Yankees, okay, and <laughs> that leaves the okay, Giants I got it. I got the in call. a awkward position. And they did just sign Carlos Correo yesterday. And this was a move by the San Francisco Giants that was saying, I, we missed out on Judge. We're not missing out on another guy this offseason. Yes, the Giants were very clear at the beginning of the offseason that they were going to, at the at beginning of every MLB offseason, there comes about eight to ten teams that say, all right, we're going to spend money. We're going to spend money and we don't right. care. And the Giants, this was their time. This was their time. They wanted to spend money. The Cubs were another one of those teams. The Padres were another one of those teams. The Yankees were another one of those teams. Every year it happens. And the Giants said they were going to spend money. They missed out on Judge. They missed out on Turner. So who's the next best available was Carlos Correa, and they were not going to let him go by giving him 13 years. 13 for 360, I believe. It's a mega contract, but... If you think about it, if you think about it, right? Judge is making nine for three sixty. Correa is making thirteen Correct. for three sixty. How much better is Aaron Judge than Carlos Correa? Realistically, I mean, they're two very different types of players. They're very different types of Correa. players, absolutely. But based off war, I believe they're very close. I mean, they're, and they're may, definitely very similar. They're very similar players. They, they they both hit at a good clip. They both hit for power. They both have great gloves in the field. I mean, Correa, I think, is probably the best fielding shortstop in the league right now. Him and Lindor, probably, one, two. Right. Yeah. I, but I would give Correa the slight edge. So they got a great field. They got a great fielder, great hitter. And this is going to be their leader for the next 13 years. In 13 and years. this kicks Brandon Crawford off of the uh, the roster, right? It has to at this rate. So I have seen a lot of talk about moving him to third base because he's yeah, the glo- he still well. he still has a, a phenomenal glove. Obviously, I mean, Brandon Crawford is seriously my was my favorite player besides the on the Red Sox was my favorite player to watch play baseball because he was just so smooth I mean, with the way he won two World shortstop. Series with the team he won he two, won World, two World, World Series with the, with the Giants he's like he is there he I mean, was very much yeah he's very much indoctrinated into that uh into that Giants core that won oh, you know three and five yeah. years the core of him and Belt and uh, Mad Bum, like that Posey, that core Posey, it's, it's, like it's, the, it's, that core that went to the World Series a, a couple times and won them. But I mean, it's he's thirty six. It, it, it's his time. He's done at shortstop. We, I mean, if you look at the defensive metrics from last year, the the fall off that he had at at the shortstop position was was nuts. He just he's too old, he can't get to the ball as fast. So I say you put him at third, right? And then right. that leaves the Giants in honestly a good spot. The Giants And they gave him a shit ton of money last year too to to hold on to him, I think, as well. Because I think a lot of teams were actually after him last year. He had a good I mean in twenty twenty one they he, were he, he kind of balled out. The Giants want him to be twenty four home runs, ninety RBIs, hit two ninety eight. I mean, the he had guy, a great twenty twenty one. He is a giant. I mean, he he's he's he he's one of those guys who would be they would look. But I mean, the very, Giants very are in a good spot now. Uniform. Oh, Chris left. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. It's back in my ear. Right. Is how does right. is my mic good still? Does this? Yeah, sound you good? sound fine. Yeah, you're good. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So should we? 
I mean, Should we, we just were say I'll, I'll 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 break us back in. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, back after that short and brief technical difficulty. Excuse me. Uh, picking back up where we left off on the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Brandon Crawford is now out at shortstop for that team after a year where the guy absolutely was a stud in 2021. He's only 34 years old, or 35, excuse me, but 34 yeah. in 2021. He's not that old of a player, but I guess for shortstop, you kind of want a little, it's, you want more that, quickness that, now over there? That's the problem, is he's not he's not too old to be an MLB player. He's too old to be a shortstop. I mean, we already see, I mean, we're talking about Bogarts being too old for shortstop. I don't say he's that, don't say old. that. Don't people say that. are talking about. People are saying it. I'm not saying I'm saying he's too old. I'm saying people are saying that he's too old to play shortstop, and he's 30. Crawford, we mm, knew. Yeah. The, we knew the Giants have been looking for a replacement for Crawford for the past couple of years, and then he right. had that breakout season in 2021, which made them hold off. And I think they were just waiting for the right market, and obviously this was the right market. I mean. With the three shortstops that were on the market this year, there was no way if you needed one that you should not go out and try to sign one. So I mean, I think it's a great deal for the Giants. I think they're in a great spot. I see, right but like now. the thing is, is I also think this was a last resort. Like, what else were they going to get? They burned. They probably burned a run. But last bridge. resort. It's not a last last resort though, Chris. He's he I was think the third best though. free agent, arguably second best free agent available. But I don't think this moves. The, this doesn't help them in any way. How? How does it not help? Because them? they just because got better than they were before. Dog. Okay, but you still have a dog of a team but in it, the Padres, and you still have a yes, dog okay, of a team so in the Giant, they, uh, the, the Dodgers. Excuse yeah. me. Yes, the, their division is very difficult. I'm not. I we're not doubting that, but there's an expanded playoffs now. All right, there's. I'm not one doubting more that either. But okay, spot. okay, play for the wild card. Okay, play for the wild card. Play for the I mean, wild card. We, You're not going mean, to get. We got to be honest. We got to be honest here, Chris. I mean, there's a lot of player. There's a lot of teams that are playing for the wild card. Everybody in the AL East is playing for the wild card. I get the Yankees that. are I get winning the AL East. You heard it here first on, but the, you on, lose... on the Talk Off podcast with Zach Dawes and producer Jake. You heard it here first. The Yankees are going to win the AL East. As a Red Sox fan, I am calling it right now. You lose Rendon. You gain Correa. In my opinion... It is way more damaging for a team to lose a guy like Rondon than to gain a guy like Correa in the hunt for October. You are not going to make any more progress towards making a wild card spot by losing a pitcher who is arguably one of the more valuable pitchers in the league. We're talking about a guy who is top five in Cy Young voting for the last two years, and you gain a guy in Carlos Correa who not only can produce, yes, we know what he's capable of at shortstop, but you've had production in the past at shortstop. You had a guy like Brandon Crawford who was hitting 28 home runs, slashing 90 RBIs, and you still didn't really make that push. Now, I know the Giants had that, and I'm going to call it a fluke of a season in 2021 where they won 100 games and they lost in the first round. But listen, this is not going to happen again. The division, the NL West is getting better by the year, and I hate to say it, but you have to start at some point looking for it. And I know the Giants are an organization where they like to spend, 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 and they're not going to say we want to, you know, lay back on the back burner for a little bit and kind of build up the farm system and wait on them because they're always in win now mode. They always want to sell out the ballpark down in San Francisco. But they at some point might have to break the bitch down and say we're going to go have to go back to square one at some point. You can't. I know this move for Carlos so, Correa is kind of a move to say, you know, we're in it for now. We're trying to build around this guy. But who in their right mind as of now with the payrolls of the the Dodgers and the Padres, who in Major League Free Agency over the next three years is going to say, I want to go to San Francisco and try to help the, the Giants win when you have beasts in that division? I mean – I don't think the the division prevents people from going there. I really don't. 
I don't think, I think it prevents I think I don't think it prevents people from going there. I think what it prevents is I think it prevents people from saying why not going to the Los Angeles or why not going to San Diego? No, I, I okay, so I know what you're saying. I get it. I get it. And so in your opinion then, what would what would stripping down the Giants look like? I mean, outside of Korea, I think they have a I still think they have a strong team. But there's no one that they have that they, they can even get rid of to rebuild. You know what I mean? So 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 you know, but, and, and 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 I I agree with you in the sense that you know, and um, I've I like Joey Bart, the guy they have behind the dish right now. I've I always been too, high on him but, since he was a prospect. Um, Jock Peterson. Yeah, it, I mean, so so let's go. Let's. He's let's, a nice player. He's a nice player. He's a the, nice player, but he's not going to be run, a guy who's going to help you win down the stretch. Let's run through who they're going to run out there, all right, on opening day. Are you ready? Okay, fair enough. All right. So I think Joey Bart's going to, Joey Bart's going to start behind the plate. Yep. You said At the first, first, I think it's either J.D. Davis or Wilmer Flores. Which is terrible, dude. Which is, I mean, Wilmer, Wilmer has been playing well for the Giants, but you're right, it is terrible. And then at second, they're going to have Tyro Estrada. Who they just got? Yep, yep. Short's going to be Correa. Correa. Yep. Flores at third. I, I think Crawford's going to move to third. I think they're going to move Crawford to third. Which is a, a ter- I don't like that at all. He's he's not he, he's. I, st- I I I I understand your concerns, but I still think they're going to move Crawford to third. Fair enough. Okay, so then what? In the outfield, you have Mitch Hanniger. You got Hanniger. You have Yastrzemski. And then Peterson and Wright. Fair enough, but that and 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 that's and and to you that's a playoff team. And then and then their starting rotation. It on that opening team doesn't day, win. That team doesn't win seventy five games. Opening day is going to be Logan Webb, followed by Ross Stripling. And yeah, then, I'll tell you this right now: the Minnesota Twins are going to win more games without Carlos Correa than the Giants will with Carlos Correa. You think year. so? Absolutely. I mean, they signed Christian Vasquez, but what else are they doing? They will, they, they will win more games than the Giants next year. What are they 100%. doing, though, Chris? What are they doing? What are they doing? Who do they have besides Arise? And there's no way he's winning a batting title again. Well, they have Byron Buxton, who I think is a legitimate... Who is going to play 70 games. I mean, you can make that argument with any player. I mean, just because he gets hurt often doesn't mean he's going to be, you know... There's a difference between getting hurt often and getting hurt every single season. I think Max Kepler is a legitimate outfielder. I think he's better than Mitch Hanniger. I think that's false. I think Max Kepler has tried his best to prove that he can play in this league, and it's just not it. I think they're. I think they're very two similar types of players. Max Kepler. All right, his slash line last year. Would you like to hear his slash line last year? Two twenty seven, three eighteen, three forty eight. That's an OPS of 666. I mean, we're also talking about a plus defender here, though. Which Mitch Hanniger is a plus defender. But I why think am I on, I, like why I said, am I, why like am I said, on like, baseball reference, and why does it say in 2019 Max Kepler was the 20th, it made 20th place for MVP? I see that, too, actually, right now. He hit 252. Look, I'm not saying the guy's going to come out here and win MVP. I'm, I'm saying they're very similar types of players. They're both plus defenders, and they're both dog shit at the plate. Okay, okay. So Byron Buxton, would you like to hear Byron Buxton's history? Last year, 2022, he played 92 games, so he missed 70 games. 2021, he played 61 2020, shortened season, he didn't even play all of those. He played 39. 2019, he played 87. 2018, he played 28. He was out that whole year. 2017 is the only year that he made it above 100 games. He played 140. He can't stay healthy. 2016, 92. 2015, 46. Since he's gotten to the league, he's played one season above 100 games. That's unacceptable know, and, and, for an look, everyday I'm, and, and, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm not arguing with you that the fact that both of these teams are going to be at the, the middle of the pack in their division, but I'm just, 
I'm just saying in general, I think that the Minnesota Twins will have a better overall season than the Giants will. All right. I mean, you're in They have a they opinion. look, look, everyone, 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 everyone has, you know, everyone plays each other next year in the in in the league. And, you know, the Twins just so happen to have an easier division. So, you know, when it comes down to division play, I think the Twins will overall do better. I mean, the Royals in that division, while they're still rebuilding, are not as strong as a team like Arizona could be. I mean, I think Arizona could actually be very shocking think, to some people next year. Let me tell you something. I am hot on Arizona over wins this year. Like, I, I am in love with it. And I mean, I think the White Sox are just a very underperforming team. They'll probably win the division next year. Again next year, though, I mean, it, I think they could probably win you, the division. I mean, they, I think it's a toss-up between what the Guardians see, do the remainder of the season. You, I know they already got Bell. They got Bell, right? Mm-hmm. They 100 percent got Josh Bell. Yes. Um, and I love that trade for. Um, excuse me, signing. He's got a DH for them on a. I, I, you know what I really like about that trade is I I think he's going to play a lot more DH than he has a first, and I think that's going to help him a lot when it comes to the plate. And I'll tell you one thing, dude, that guy hits the absolute shit out of the baseball. Hits the Holy shit out of the ball, fuck. and he is when I, dude, he when, is a lot younger than people think. Some people he, don't think he's that young. See, okay, so I'm looking at his baseball reference page right now. He's going to be 30 next year. He's projected 19 home runs, 70 RBIs. I think he blows that out of the water. I think there's there's no way this this dude only hits the 19 home runs next year. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I'm not gonna lie on that one. I get. I don't think because he, you, know, think you know you know Terry you know you know Frankie t- t- Terry Francona is gonna use this guy in the middle of the lineup and, and help. I guarantee you. I mean, he's like you said. He's not gonna play. He's not gonna play the field that much, but he'll play 150 games next year. Uh, he's also he's, he's the on the perfect the team for RBIs. I mean, the Guardians. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they are. He's gonna hit they're the plate shit setters. Out of the ball. They are plate setters. That's all they do is is set the plate. And last yeah. year, their problem was they didn't have anybody to hit anybody home. They would just get on base. They probably left the most people on base in the league right besides the Red Sox. I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a hot take about the Guardians. Go for it. This is gonna be really controversial. And especially in in Metland, which I tend to reside in, unfortunately. Uh oh. I kind of regret the Lindor trade. Really? I I don't regret it in the fact like that the I guy is the face of our franchise. I d- I don't regret it in the fact that look, I love Lindor. I think. I think he's awesome for the team. He's awesome for the organization. He's obviously a top three shortstop in the league. You can make the argument for that. Mm-hmm. But Jimenez is a stud. Jimenez is a stud. Rosario is a very, very serviceable and above average shortstop in the league. I would say he's perfectly average. I could. You can make the argument he's above average. I mean, it's close. With, with, with he's the, an above with, average with the, defender. With the, with, the, with the tools that he has to eventually he's an above, he's an turn those into, in, into a um, into a full-time skill set. But Jimenez is, is – he is going to be him for the Guardians moving forward. And I <laughs> – dude, I, I, I promise you this. I promise you I'm – Mets fans now will disagree with me on this, but I promise you, come three years from now, we're going to be biting our ass saying we probably should have tried to work Jimenez out of that deal. Yeah, I mean, at the time, it was, it was. I feel like it was the right deal for the Mets. They needed kind of that franchise player to build their team. And, 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 and no, absolutely, and that, and, and that was a Cohen. That that was Cohen coming yeah, in and I mean, saying, "Hey, we I have to make a splash." Yeah, he did have to make a splash. He had to come in and prove that he wanted to spend money and he, and that's what he did and I think he, hindsight obviously is going to kill you and it's hindsight is 2020. 20. It's a fact. And obviously now you're going to go back and and be like, "Oh yeah, I wish we had a Menez and Rosario's doing fine. He would have been fine at shortstop, but you got your man in Francisco Lindor and I think I still think it was the right right move for the Mets, especially at that. Time. I guess I should rephrase that that statement. I don't hate the Lindor trade because I love Lindor. I love Frankie. I love having him on the team. I wish there was a way to work Jimenez out of that deal. Yeah, because yeah. this Not pains that. me now watching him be an absolute stud for the Guardians. Yeah, no, that that's completely fair. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, should we stay on? Should we stay on baseball talk, or should we talk a little World Cup? I know there's a little bit going on with that. I, I I haven't been following the World Cup as closely as I probably should be following the World Cup, considering it is the sickest sporting event that happens every four years. Oh yeah, I mean, let's switch it up. Let's talk about a little bit of everything. So yeah, World Cup final. It is finally set. Argentina, France. You gotta root for Messi, right? I, 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 listen, I am probably the worst person to talk about soccer here, but I am so fired up to watch Messi on right, so- Sunday, mean, right? Sunday? I think it's Sunday. Sunday, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Let's go. Jake, who do you have in this? Oh, sorry, 10 a.m. for you guys. Jake, are you betting on this? It's Argentina. Right? It's Argentina. It's, Argentina it's Messi for the storyline. I mean, it's a perfect storyline. Do you guys want to know what I think is the funniest part of this whole thing? Go for it. Argentina and France are in the final, right? Yep. This World Cup is hosted in Qatar. Yeah. Messi plays for PSG. Mbappe plays for PSG. PSG. Does anybody know who owns PSG? The Emir of Qatar. Oh, does he really? He does. I feel like I've heard that. He owns PSG. I feel like I've heard that. And it just so happens that their two <laughs> best players gonna be a tie. are gonna in be the a tie. final. I mean, I'm not, a consp- I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but, I mean, there's something there. Um, you know what's interesting about uh, soccer in general as a sport, um, as opposed to baseball, um, is that, like... I I don't know. There's something that doesn't really sit well with me um, about how the game is ended. And in in some scenarios, obviously, in are you baseball, talking about ties? are you talking about ties? And I'm no, I'm I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about ties in general. I'm talking about shootouts or penalty kicks. It that really doesn't sit. Jake, wasn't there like a big controversy about the World Juniors in like 2019? Ended on a shootout. Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like there was like a did there was like a big hockey like the I think the World Juniors it was like US and Canada got ended on a shootout and people were really pissed about it. I mean shootouts there's nothing better than a shootout. You can't be No, shootout. there's nothing better than a shootout, but I don't think it determines a real winner. Okay, it might not determine a real winner, but you can't beat a shootout. Champion of the World Cup being crowned five shooters and penalties. I agree with Dallas here. Really? Yeah, I guess. I'd rather see a golden goal. Uh, I think Zach, imagine I, no, I do the agree US that was, golden... Zach, Zach, imagine the US was in this well, tomorrow. Or Sunday. Not. Imagine the US was in this Sunday and we lost in, in a in penalties. In a, in a, in a penalties. Okay. I, yeah, you're right. I would be pissed. I would be pissed. And I'd probably be on your side then, but I'm not. I'm saying don't don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right, soccer's been played. This I just think forever. we should play golden goal. And look, I only know that all because right, I play it, FIFA <laughs> once in a while. I play you know, FIFA once be... in a while and golden goal. And and like 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 I have any opinion on this because I'm not running around on a field for 90 minutes. So uh, like... yeah, I mean it would be <laughs> sick if they could do golden goal, but it would be it would cool. be sick. I mean it'd but... be cool. No. No league has good overtime rules except for college football, so right, right. There's right. just a fact. Thank God the MLB has gone back because the ghost yeah. What's your opinion? And obviously we're moving like we're moving way off topic here, but fuck no it. boy. Um, what else? What's what, what's your what's your opinion on like the whole like extra base rule with couldn't MLB stand, can't training? stand it. Yeah, you're I like it. See, like I like it in the regular season. Can't I think it moves the game it. along. It's stupid. I think it moves it, the game along. Why do you need to move the game along? Why? Because because it was it know, too long I'll, for fans? I'll, Leave. It's it's too long for a casual fan in the regular season. I understand. Leave. Leave. The game doesn't most of those games don't matter. Leave. Watch it on TV. Most of those games don't matter. I mean, Watch look, and and, and 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 I'm not arguing with you that I I don't I don't hate your position on it. I'm I'm not saying it's a bad position. I'm just saying. See, I'm, in, the, I'm the complete up. opposite. I'm saying I hate your position. You're wrong. You know what's dumb? I'll tell you what's dumb, and we can both agree on this: the seven inning double headers with during the COVID. That's era, dumb. That That's was also dumb. dumb. That was dumb. That was really dumb. I'm tired of I'm Rob Manfraud. That was dumb. 
I'm tired of these sports trying to make them go faster for the fans. If you don't like it, stop watching. All right. Right. There's real sports agree. fans out there that enjoy watching a four and a half hour baseball game. I don't even care. I don't I like don't watching care. a four and a half hour baseball game. It depends what kind of game it is, but I watch a four and a half hour, five to four baseball game any day. Fair enough. Fair enough. Any day. I agree. So, moving on, you know, we think we did enough World Cup talk. That's pretty much all we know about soccer, so <laughs> That's let's just move about all on. I know about soccer. Let's move on to this weekend, and it's a big weekend. It is a big weekend for football. We get college football playoffs Saturday afternoon, and then we got, fired the, up. we got the Saturday slate going on at the same time for NFL. We got 1 o'clock Vikings-Colts. Oh, I'm going to correct you on that. It's not college football playoff. It's we start bowl weekend. Sorry. It's bowl weekend, excuse me. Excuse I didn't mean to I didn't mean to rain on your parade there, but no, it's, no, it's no, bowl no, no. weekend. My parade had a flood. You just rained all over it. Can I talk it about is... a game that everyone should watch out for by the way? I would love to hear it. Uh, Wednesday, December 21st, Western Kentucky, South Alabama, 9 p.m. on a Wednesday. Let's ride. Dude, that's so sick. There's football every single day next there week. There is football every single day. I mean, this is the best time of year to be a football fan, especially if you're a college football fan. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Bowl games. Dude, I am all over this game. The best part about bowl games is when you have absolutely nothing to do and you just roll out of bed on like Saturday or Sunday or whatever day afternoon and you just turn on the TV and there's just football on. Like it, it's I love probably it, two it's awesome. colleges that you didn't even know existed, and you guarantee you don't know what state they're in, but you just watch it because it's football. I want to go to the uh, Pinstripe Bowl this year. Let's do it. And I love where the, the you ever realize some of these bowl games they like pull their names like out of thin air. Oh my! I, I don't some of these are awesome. Some of them. Some of these are awesome, dude. The best bowl this year by far is going to the be the Cheese It Bowl, the Orangest Bowl. It's Can I have so a cheese it bowl? Give me a bowl of cheese it's I'm, I'm in. The, orange the Duke's bowl. Mayo Bowl? Duke's Mayo Bowl. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Dude, where do I sign up to get tickets for that? I guarantee you it's in Arizona. If anything says sun, it's Arizona. Uh, I'll tell you right now. It is in El Paso, Texas. Oh, fuck. Close enough. Is there a lot of sun in Texas? I don't know. Yeah, I think it gets cold. I think actually, I think it actually gets cold there in the winter. Yeah, you think? I don't know. I've never been to Texas in the winter. I've never been to Texas. Period. Neither of you. The Rose Bowl is always fun to watch. I always like these New Year's games, except this year. I guess it's really not. There's no games on New Year's. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it gets exciting. The Winter Classic on New Year's. The New Year's Day is always the Winter Classic, isn't it? It's usually Jake. Producer Jake. Yeah, yeah, it should be the Winter Classic. Maybe they decided to cancel it this year. Why would they decide to cancel it? Oh, it's in Boston this year. Shut up. Penguins, Pens, Bruins. Should we go? It's at Fenway. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's on on January 2nd. That's weird. Dude, why? I don't understand why. Hold on. What what day is January? It must be like a. January 2nd would be a. Oh, it's a Sunday. That's why. That's why. It's a Sunday. Competing with NFL. Mm. They don't want to compete with NFL. Oh, yeah, it is on Sunday. Well, NFL has got quite the slate this week. I mean, with the Saturday games, game at 1, game at 4, game at 8, I think it's Vikings-Colts and then Browns-Ravens, I want to say, and then the night game, Bills-Dolphins, which is a huge game. Huge game. That's a big game. And And it's supposed to be a snow game, so I am... Really excited for that game. The Bills are going to kill the Dolphins. If it snows Mike one McDaniels snowflake. said, you don't vacation in Buffalo. Yeah, that is what he said. Mike McDaniel has, is an idiot. <laughs> I really don't like him. I don't like that someone who can look that nerdy can also be a head coach of He's a football guy, football. dude. I don't know what this you want me to say. He's, he's a look guy at who him. The game Look at him. What do you out. mean? You saw that guy on the street, and you're telling me you're going to be like, yeah, that's a football guy. I think, no. he's, I, think he's, I think he's such a football brain. Did you guys see the video of him dancing to YG today? 
No, I didn't. Can you send it to me? No, but it doesn't shock me. Wait, can I? I want to watch this now. I don't. I don't understand the guy. I'm telling you, you can't look like Mike McDaniel and be a head NFL football coach. It just doesn't seem right to me. An NFL football coach looks like one guy and one guy only, and that's Andy Reid. That's an NFL football coach. Andy Reid is a legend. Did Andy Reid go to the Super Bowl with the Eagles? No. Who did he go to the Super Bowl with in the early 2000s? He played in the Brady early in the 2000s. Super Bowl. He played Brady in the Super Bowl in the early 2000s. Or, or am I You're thinking of somebody else? You're bugging. On the Super Bowl, I mean, the Patriots played the Chiefs with Andy Reid in the AFC Championship game. I'm looking this up. He did not go to com- the Super Bowl against. I can be completely that wrong. That was Doug Peterson. Mm. Was the coach when could the um, Eagles won? Could be wrong. I think you're wrong. Oh no 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 no! He did nope nope. I'm right I'm right I'm right. He went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots in 2004. Uh, he was the coach of the he was head coach of the the. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, he went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots, and the New England Patriots won 24-21. I know we won. Yeah, the good old days. The Daz W. Uh, Jake, I just watched the video. That guy just creeps me out. He just creeps me out. Look at him. He doesn't look normal. He's a G. He's a, he's a, he's a troll. He's a fellow troll. No, he is just a, a plain weirdo, and there's no other way to describe him. But, I mean, we got a good slate this week coming up for football. I mean, we're all very excited, obviously. Every week we have football is a good week. Looks like the 49ers are probably going to win this game. Nine minutes left. They're up 21-6. to six. And, I mean, just looking at the slate, I mean, I it's... Hard to say, but I think Lions Jets at one o'clock might be the best game. I probably agree with that. Um, I mean, Giants Commanders is the night game tomorrow on Sunday night. You can make an argument that the Pats Raiders is going to be a good game. You know, I think the Pats Raiders is going to be a good game, and I heard this the other day don't remember where I heard it, but the Patriots and the Raiders are like the the most the best of the sh- the really shitty teams. Yeah, I agree with that. And by like the way, both... before and I, and I hate to cut you off on this, but I just saw something that that came up on my feed, and I and I just want to point this out. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play the Bengals this this week, and the the Bengals will most likely win that game. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers will fall to most likely six and eight and the Buccaneers will still be in the lead for the division and <laughs> the Buccaneers are going to make the playoffs at, at the, the, the Buccaneers are going to make the playoffs uh, at eight and nine they're going to be six and eight they're going to be six and eight through what week 15 because they had a buy already yeah yeah so yeah. so they've played 14 games uh so the Buccaneers realistically are probably going to be eight and nine I'm what? telling you uh, eight and nine they're they're going to be eight and nine. They're going to be gonna eight say and nine. Maybe they're going to go two and one in the over five hundred and be nine and eight. But that's I don't terrible. Think so. There's that no way terrible. they win out. There, there's no way they win out. No, and they're going to win the division though. And, t- and you know what Tom Brady's going to do? Part. Tom Brady's going to be in the NFC Championship game. Well, I believe there is actually still a possibility that the Carolina Panthers can win the division. I'm not positive on that, but I'm pretty you know, sure. I bet on the- you know, I bet on the um, the Saints to win the division. You know, I I can I remember the beginning of the year, and I remember co- like commending you for that bet and saying that was like the greatest bet you could possibly make. I thought it was, I was a great huge bet. on the Saints this year, huge. But their I was so you have no idea how excited about that bet I was. Is very underwhelming, and they keep starting Andy Dalton at quarterback. That's no, I agree. That's it. Give and us Jameis. Give us Taysom Hill, dude. I want to see what that guy has. 
I don't, don't like when they just stick him in for you know one or two snaps and then throw back in Andy Dolan. Like Especially if you're gonna go Taysom now, Hill, dude, go wall like, out. You've watched and Andy Dolan for 15 weeks now. You're not tired of it yet. Jesus. I'm While we're on the NFL, that guy on the TV. The, um, we're, we're we're watching the. Um, I'm, I'm I'm behind you guys, but we're in the process of Thursday night football. We're we're taping during Thursday night football right now. Uh, Niners are steamrolling the uh, Seattle Seahawks, twenty-one to six. Steamrolling, not with, 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 with nine to B. go. Um, and, no, it's just getting you know, BCB. I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie with you. I didn't like the McCaffrey trade for the Niners. I thought that you know McCaffrey probably could have been uh, of more service elsewhere. As there's like so many mouths to feed in that Niner offense. But I, I think this this trade like this 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 was my, this might be the move to make them like the scariest team in the NFL right now. I mean, as he breaks off a 10 yard run. I think that they. They're very scary. The problem is is that they don't have... I think they're very scary with Jimmy G. And the problem is they don't have Jimmy G anymore. So I think they're going to struggle. Right. Um, I really think they're going to struggle with Brock Purdy in the playoffs. I know he's pl- been playing great. But, I mean, the guy's never been to the playoffs before. He doesn't See, this is the thing. Like, like. I, I completely agree with you that like the quarterback is a huge like toss-up right now. But even if you get, like very mediocre play out of your quarterback like if you just get very average play out of Purdy, I, th- I think that like the Niners could at least make a little bit of a, a run in the playoffs I agree I mean they're definitely going to make a run I I just see them coming up against those really tough teams and the problem I mean what when they play the Eagles let's say let's say they play the Eagles in the NFC championship which they probably which they won't because the seeds probably won't match up that way, but for argument's sake, let's say they play the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. I'm taking the Eagles by a million. Like I just don't think that they're pl- they can outplay the Eagles, especially with the Eagles' defense, their run defense, Jordan Davis right. up front. Plus, they just—I mean—they signed Indomitian Sue. I mean, they signed everyone, every possible yeah. veteran D lineman that you could think of is now on the Eagles. No, so I, I think they're and really the, going to struggle Eagles. when they come up to like defenses like that that they can't just run their Kyle Shanahan offense, just run the ball down people's throats. When they I mean, can't do like... that against defenses like the Eagles, I think they're really going to struggle. And that's that's where Jimmy G would really help them mm-hmm. because he's been in those positions and he's able to make those quick throws to ease off the run game. No, and I, and I agree with you. I, I in in the NFC, I still like the Eagles over them. I still like the Cowboys, and it's not necessarily like a, a team wide thing. I just think that you know, with quarterback play, it means a lot in the playoffs. So, um, I the, I think the Cowboys and the Eagles are clearly more fit to make a run. Yeah. I don't think they're necessary. I don't think the Cowboys are necessary. I don't. I think the Cowboys are. I think. Excuse me. Let me rephrase that. I think the Niners are a better team than the Cowboys right now. I think the Cowboys are more fit to make a further playoff push than the Niners are, given the situation at the quarterback right now. I think that's fair. It's fair to say. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So that's almost going to wrap it up for us. Got a couple more things to do before we leave. Do we want to? Do we want to? Do we want to hit on Florida Man Friday? I know I this is. I know, first. I, this this is a segment that the viewers have not experienced yet. Yes. Uh, Florida Man Friday is going to be a new, um, a, a tradition here on uh, Friday shows where we uh, pick an article from a Florida man on Fridays, and we uh, we'll try to pick out as good ones. I'm gonna kind of stick to the date. I'm gonna try to look up Florida Man. And then I'm the looking to yes, I, I I have an article. Um, I came prepared. With I one. can I, I can I did too. I can I can I'll, I'll get the ball rolling on this one. Go for um, it. This this one uh, comes from um, December fifteenth, two thousand eight. A Florida man accused of sandwich assault. Um, oh. A police in Port St. Lucie, Florida, um, arrested a man for throwing a sandwich at his girlfriend. Um, in a domestic abuse case on the second food attack that this man was sent to jail in one month in. Um, so obviously, 
um like the domestic abuse isn't isn't cool um but dude like this guy was throwing sandwiches that was his uh that was his weapon of choice did it specify what kind of sandwich what kind of, no, or, but the or, thing like is, a, is like it, it look, it, it, it's, or, or what, I mean, some sandwiches can be really hard. I just don't understand why the guy would be throwing sandwiches. Like, why would you waste a, uh, why would you, why, why would you waste food like that? It seems like a waste to me. And like, why, like, d- dude, at the end of the day, just relax. Just relax. Okay? Enjoy your, sa- enjoy your sandwich and, and, you know, be kind to one another. So I got one as well. And since it's the first one, I think we're going to do two. All right? So I went more recent. This is from two days ago. Two days ago. In Lake County, Florida. Oh, breaking news, actually. This is the title of the article. Florida man accused of hitting wife with Christmas tree after asked to help dinner. Wow. So, this Florida man, Richard Atchison, 52... Him and his wife, just, you know, hanging out at home. He's had a couple drinks, of course, because, you know, he lives in Florida. Wife's making dinner. She asks him for some help. He doesn't want to help. His wife throws a spoon into the sink. Water splashes on my friend Rich here. So he decided he was going to flip out. He was going to yell at her, tell her to leave. Shoved her a bunch of times. As she was leaving the house, he threw their Christmas tree at her. He picked up their Christmas tree. It was a real tree. And he threw it at her. So, our friend Richard is going to spend some time in the Lake County Jail. And that is Florida Man Fridays. Jake has a Florida Man Friday entry, does he? Jake, do you have a... I think he had the same one as me. Yeah, yeah, we ended up having the same one. Yeah, we ended up having the same one. It's all good. Roulette? Roulette spin? Roulette spin? Uh, do you have your picks? Do you have your pick? Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We have to do uh, picks yeah. for today. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I do have, I do have a pick for Friday, We are going to do actually. picks for this weekend. I actually, I'll start us I off. Actually, do, do you want me to get the ball rolling on this? Because I, 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 I'll, 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 I'll get rolling on this. Um, I absolutely love... I don't. I don't like. I absolutely love um, Creighton plus four against Marquette uh, tomorrow night. Creighton is at Marquette in Milwaukee, um, and look, Creighton at the beginning of the year was a top twenty five top twenty five team. Um, they have some absolute studs on the roster this year. They definitely have un- underperformed uh, to begin the year. Um, but I think this is going to be a bounce back game for the year. The Big East is opening uh, league play this week, and uh, I think they're going to make a statement. I don't think there's any way um, Creighton doesn't cover against Marquette. Um, you know, Big East games are always close, but I think the line is tight enough where it's you know you can you can feel comfortable in your pick at Creighton plus four. It's a good pick. Good pick, Jake. Yeah, I'm actually gonna gonna audible at the last minute. Um, I was gonna take the Eagles just because I'm very big on them winning this week, but you know, nine is a lot of points, and I do like Justin Fields. So that was my original pick, and I'm gonna I'm gonna audible here to the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, who do they play? They play the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson possibly not playing. I don't think he is playing. Uh, they're just they're just complete garbage, and I like Colt McCoy. He's playing right. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Colt McCoy is playing. Yeah, Colt McCoy is is exactly what you want in your backup quarterback. Exactly, he gets the guys fired up. So we're going there. Arizona Cardinals plus three, taking points. I like it. Love it. Love I it. I like it. Zach, for for me, I'm gonna go Saturday slate, first game. Vikings Colts. I like the Vikings minus four. I think the Vikings are gonna have a big. Big shut up fans week this week after losing to the Lions last week in the ultimate trap game of the year. There's no way that they don't come out and just bury the Colts. I think this is going to be like a 35-10 game. I love the Vikings. I think four points is not enough points against a terrible Colts team that can't do anything. They have no quarterback. They have no coach. Jonathan Taylor is obviously not doing what he did last year. I love the Vikings minus four this week. 
I love it, Zach. Roulette? Roulette spin? Roulette spin? Anybody? Anybody? Well, I ended off with a roulette spin. Do you have it up, Chris? Or I do have it up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get our random number. Random number. If anybody missed last episode, this is something we're going to do at the end of every episode. A, a spin of roulette with a random number. And you're going to have to trust us when we hit it. We'll probably get really excited. Uh, would, would one of you mind hitting a random number generator real quick? I can do I random number. Bear with us here, everybody, for a second. Here we go. Random number. Last la- last number I want to say was twenty. It was twenty seven. We I hit believe. we we hit thirty three last time. Okay, we got thirty three. Oh wow! No 33. shit. Thirty three. So two. Uh, so that's what we got last time. Okay, that's what we got last time. All so right, you know, so you never know. We're okay. All right, so we're putting money on thirty three today. Spin All right, that give shit. me one second. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are spinning. The number is 33 today. We got that number last episode. Um, it landed on 33 last episode, right? It landed 27 on 33, was our so you, you 27 was our number. Okay, that so we are currently 0-1, down $3. $3 on number 33. Here's the spin. It is... 27. Oh my god. Oh, what are the odds? Oh my god, dude. What are are the you kidding odds? me? Holy shit. You got to be kidding me. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. I don't think that'll ever happen again. Like I Okay, so it we're on to first two episodes. Okay, so our so the, the roulette wheel is hit at 27 and 33, right? The 20 27 and 33. Okay, wow. so we're zero two, but we flipped numbers. This is crazy. Jesus. All right, so uh, we All have right. to like our odds for next time, right? Yeah, I mean you have to. Okay. So that's going right, to so do we'll be it. Back on, uh, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday, right? We'll Wednesday, be back Tuesday, on Wednesday? Tuesday with another episode. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you soon. Love you guys.